Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of the Cheech Podcast. My name is Dante Meldrum and today I have a very special guest uh, with me on this podcast. His name is Lucas Meldrum. As you guys may know, he is my brother. Uh, we are not in the optimal area to record right now. Uh, it's kind of like in, the, in a room on, on vacation. So I'm sorry if the audio comes out a bit bad, but this is also my first podcast. So give me some slack. All right. So let's get down to the podcast. Um, Lucas Meldrum, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not, actually, I'm not gonna explain him. Uh, he should explain himself. So, Lucas, talk, tell me about yourself. What do you do on your free time? Like, just who are you? Like, that would be a good start for the viewers. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, as uh, my brother introduced me, my name's Lucas Meldrum. Yeah, I'm um, 14, so I do a lot of gaming. So, that's what I'm guessing this is about, but I'm not really sure right now. Uh, yeah, I really don't have a life, so I just I just do whatever happens, like homework, school, that's basically my life. And yeah, I'm just here, ready to get, to answer some questions. Alright, perfect. Um, so actually, you mentioned gaming, which is actually the topic of this podcast. So actually, how'd you get into gaming? Like, was it like one day you decided to play video games, or was it like an, a period of overtime your friends introduced it to you? Just explain that, how'd you get into the whole gaming process? Well, it was mostly from my uh, parents. Um, as a young, uh, from a young age, our dad, as you know, introduced us to gaming, and just from there, it just picked off. So yeah, that's that's where it came from. All right, perfect, perfect. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I used to play a lot, like when I was younger. Oh my god, I think I was two years old. Anyways, it's not about me. This podcast, oh, gaming is like something that intrigues me because I used to be really serious into it. Now I'm quasi into it, but not as much. Um, oh my god, okay, the sound, jeez. I told you we're not an optimal place for this podcast. Anyways, so how long do you think it's been since you started, like, first started playing video games like, in your life? Like how many years? Yeah. Well, probably, um, I started off as a young age. So probably, like, I'm 14 now, so maybe 10 years, 9 years, I'd say. But like I haven't really, I only started getting into it a couple years ago, really. Before that, it was just like whenever I had the chance. Okay, uh, I tried to cut you off there, but you mentioned when you first started, like what nine, ten years ago. What game did you do? You remember first playing? I don't remember exactly what game, but I remember it was the Wii. I uh, like honestly, I couldn't tell you what games, but like I just remember playing on the Wii, and yeah, it was fun to me. So yeah. Alright, um, you also mentioned that you used to, it's like the last four years where you got serious into it, seriously mm -hmm. into it, what game, like, what game did you seriously get into, or like, what genre, like, explain that a bit. So, um, mostly, uh, FPS games, first person shooters, so, I started off with, uh, Team Fortress 2 and Left 4 Dead, but then, since those games are basically dead right now, I kind of moved on to CSGO, and yeah, that's where I've been at for... The past couple months. All right. Um. To the you sh explain to the viewers what exactly is FPS or like CS:GO. Explain that to the viewers who don't know exactly what that is. So a first-person shooter is when your your character is it's from your you can see their point of view, and you just do stuff from their point of view. It's usually it's shooting games like you probably heard of Call of Duty or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So you're just, yeah, you're shooting bad guys, and that's basically what it's about. And CSGO, it's a competitive 
multiplayer game where there's two teams and you're fighting against each other to win the rounds. And whoever wins the most rounds wins the game, and that's, that's pretty much all there is to it. Now, I've heard about CSGO. Um, I played it actually a bit a while back. I wasn't any good at it, but could you... Um, I know there's a whole... I'm not going to switch to a, bit, a bit of the topic here, but I know there's a huge eSport following behind this. Um, so do you, like, can you explain the whole eSports factor behind CSGO? What, what, what do you think intrigues people to watch CSGO as an eSport? Well, from my point of view, since I've watched eSports and I'm really into it, it's, you like to, it's like, why do you watch people play sports? It's the same mm -hmm. thing. You want to see your favorite team or your favorite players compete against other people who are also as good as them. And you want to, you root for a specific team, wanting them to win. And then you want to play like them. You want to get as good as them. And then it just, it just builds on. And that's, that's, that's where your hobby lies. Okay, so, that, I mean, that makes sense, right? You got, like, it's like a new genre, I guess, of uh, sports, right? Just online. Um, now, do you see, considering you now play CSGO, um, and that's where you seriously, like, you got into that, like, a lot recently, right? Do you see a future for yourself in gaming, whether it's esports, streaming, or just playing, like, CSGO on your free time? Do you see, like... That, that's like something you would do like on a date not a, maybe not on a day-to-day -day basis but like okay, uh, constantly well honestly that that would be nice like I wouldn't I would love to be in that setting and I've tried to go in that setting and I have a competitive team which I play for mm -hmm. but it's the amount the hours of practice that you need to dedicate to the game is a lot so right now I mostly play it on my free time as a hobby for enjoyment but I still, I'm still on a team, and I'm trying to work that area of competitive to, because that's something I would like to go into. Okay, actually, you mentioned some very interesting points right there. Um, first thing is, you said you have a competitive team, right? Mm -hmm. So, explain to me, like, how do you find this competitive team, right? Because it's not, it's not the same as a sports team where you can just sign up for it. You, from what I've heard, you have to like work your way up. Explain to me how you actually got to know this team. Um, yeah, and how you, you might be competing for the whole, uh, for a tournament. So just explain that whole process to the viewers. Okay, so when I first started off playing CSGO, I'll start from the beginning. Um, I, never, I never really played competitively and there wasn't any teams. But once I started getting the hours in and getting practice and practicing every day and starting getting good at the game, then I want to go to the next step. And that's when I joined something called Face It. And this, it's a website and it's a community where it, built, it builds teams and tournaments. And you may have heard of ESEA. If you've ever played anything else. Okay, can you explain that? I've never heard of that. Well, it's, a, it's sort of like eSports. Professionals play on ESEA. But since it costs money every month, I go to Face It since it's free. And you, can, you join a team. And with that team you play, there's dedicated times, and you go up the ranks and keep going up, and every win you keep going up ranks, and professionals are at the top, and if you want, you can actually, if you win enough games, and you, people see how good you are, the people um, on pro esports teams will recruit you, and then that's how you keep going from there. And it also, it's the same thing for Face It, and that's where I'm starting off. I'm not high at all because I'm not that good at the game, but... I do have a team, and I'm pushing there, 
and we're not doing that bad. We're in a tournament right now, and we're seeing where we go from there. Okay. Uh, geez. And so you're telling me, like, I cannot get into, let's say, it, so it requires a lot of work is what you're telling me yeah. exactly. A lot right? of effort, a lot of time practicing. You can't just go on one day and join a team. They won't accept you. Okay. Okay, that... I mean, it makes sense, right? If you're competing for like a high level of money, I guess it makes sense. Um, but back onto the tournament side, you're, the tournament you're going to compete in. What's the name of this tournament? Um, there's not a name for it. It's just a tournament. Like they don't name oh, it. Oh, so is it like a tournament within this basic community? Yeah, it's in the basic community. Mm -hmm. It's the season, and it just um, it's not it's not in the basic community because the basic only does place ma matches for you for your team to progress. It could be a different team. You could play with randoms, and that's just to get a higher rank. So if you have a higher rank, people will look at your face it stats or ESCA stats and be like, "Oh, this guy's good." Then we'll make a team. Uh, it's a different division, and so it's a second. It's like a third-party website where you you. It's just a tournament. And everybody puts a specific amount of money, and then uh, sometimes it's free depending on what the tournament is, and you just play against other teams. It's, uh, it's sort of like TF2 when I used to do that since I was more competitively in TF2. Uh, there's something called UGC and they make teams and with those teams it's the it's whole server and they make everything and then if you keep winning and winning then you can start getting more money and that's how it works. Okay, you actually mentioned two very interesting things there. The first thing was the U UFG, UGC. 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 Is that a, uh, it's kind of like a tournament within T uh, TF2? It's, it's sort of like Face It but for TF2. But that also okay. makes its own tournaments. So can you explain, since you, we, we kind of already touched on the topic of CSGO and the whole esports community within CSGO, do you mind touching on the topic of esports or and uh, TF2 or to like just explain the game and how it, like how the community is within TF2 to everyone who doesn't know? Because I, per I know personally what the game is, but I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this podcast do not know. So do you mind explaining that whole thing? Well, TF2 is a class-based shooter. There's nine classes you can pick from. And in the tournament standard, there's mostly, you play uh, four classes mostly. And um, with that, they already made, it's, there's sixes, which is 6v6. Six six. And then there's nine, uh, I forgot what it's called. So wait, like, wait, six players against six players? Yeah, six yeah, players okay. against six players. And then there's Highlander, which is one of every class versus one of every class, so 9v9. Okay. And so UGC is mostly Highlander, and there's there's also like 4v4, but those those are the two main ones I'm going to talk about. So Highlander is mostly UGC, and ESCA is um, sixes, but you can still play both on either one. Right. Sixes is more control points, where you have to capture the control points and push the enemy back and then get all the control points. And then... Uh, Highlander, which is 9v9, is mostly pushing the payload and try to get the most time. If you played Overwatch, you know what the payload is. You have to push it, capture points, and then right. push it to the end. Exactly, yeah. And so, UGC, I played uh, Highlander, and with that, I played the Spy. It's uh, it's like one of the classes in TF2. Okay. And that's how I was recruited, because a team was looking for one, and then I was just like, oh, I'm pretty good at it, and then I joined them. So uh, if you want, let's okay. Let's say you want, there's someone out there, right? Because I know you're kind of not into the whole esports community yet, right? You're you're working your way up there. But let's say there's someone out there who wants to join the esports community, uh, but has never like touched on this area before. 
They, they're really good at any game. I don't know. It could be any game. They're really good at a specific game, but they want to start playing competitively for that game. What would you suggest they do to start like going into that area? First of all, I'd say get a lot of practice in. Practice almost every day if you can because that's you need to have the skill for it, right? You can't just go in with no skill at all. And then once you have the skill for it, you can either decide to make your own team. You can just play matchmaking, which is the the games competitive or whatever for CSGO let's say and then or you can join like face it or ESCA and start if you just play randomly you can start like building a team with people and asking if you want to like make a team with somebody add them and then just you train as a team by then and then you could play in scrims which is team versus team but not for anything it's just for fun well it's for training purposes and then you keep going from there just playing and playing uh, I would recommend live streaming or making YouTube videos because that's how, if you want to progress further into esports, that ha that's how coaches can see how you play. And then they can be like, oh, this guy plays pretty well. And yeah, that's then they can recommend you and then sign you up. Alright, that's actually a perfect uh, comment you made there with the whole starting a YouTube and streaming, right? For uh, if you want to get more serious into the esports uh, community. I know I asked this earlier, but do you, do you see yourself streaming or making any videos in the future to get like even more popular within let's say the basic community or just overall in the whole uh, CSGO community? Honestly, I might start streaming. Uh, I'm not 100% sure since school and it takes time. That's why I probably won't do YouTube for editing purposes and it takes too long. Um, but I might start streaming honestly if I get a better computer and I can run it while playing CSGO then I, I probably will. Okay. No, it may, it makes sense. You want to get you want to you want to get uh, further up. So it's like, so I'm just gonna summarize this bit for everyone who doesn't know, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but esports, um, un unlike sports teams, right, where you play for a certain sports team and then depending on your skill or whatever, um, you you uh, they the depending on how if you play let let's say uh, if you play on a higher level of soccer for example, coaches can see you pick you up and then you work your way through uh, like that. You get coaches who continuously just see you until you get to the highest level of, of uh, soccer. CSGO or any other esports, correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, you have to build, you have to build A, the reputation amongst like everybody who's pl uh, you're, who you're playing with. You have to build like, you have to get like friends. You have to have uh, either join a community or make a community. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of like put yourself out there. Right. Well, they're honestly really similar, sports team and esports. Just uh, they both take a lot of time to practice. They both take you. You have to put the effort in, the time in, and people do see you. But for esports, it's harder to get up there since the people who recruit only look at the top players. For ESCA, there's ranks, and all the pros are in rank S. Well. Um, if you just start off, you're in like rank D. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't really gone on to ESCA, but you're, you're in the low ranks and it takes forever to get up there. But if you do practice, you can get up there, but it's going to be hard for them to see you. How, like, they, it's not, they don't really notice you since everybody is, everybody who's professional is on rank S and you can't really make it to rank S without, without having a team or without having like, uh, a way of showing yourself like streaming. Do you mind explaining to everyone just the ranking system of the whole, uh, the whole face it or like the uh, that uh, ESCA? ESCA. There you go. So ranking system basically, I'm not, I'm not 100 percent sure. I could be wrong here, 
but if you win games and your your kill death ratio, if you get a lot of points, if you do well, then you keep ranking up. Sort of like if you played CS:GO normal matchmaking, if you win games, you rank up there, and you keep ranking up, ranking up until you and and you just get higher in the ranks, and then they might see you, and that's pretty much it. All right, cool. So to actually to stay on the topic, so I want to stay on this topic um, of esports just for a bit. I find it a, like a very interesting phenomenon to play like professional video games, like professional sports, right? It's like something that's more recent. Like it's recently, I've also heard that there's a lot of like I think what over what was it sixty million viewers or something like that in total for all the esports. Um, like it, it's it's a it's a big thing now in uh, modern day society, right? So. I just wanted to like, where do you see the whole esports thing going in the future? Because I know you've touched, I know you've, uh, you have more experience in this than I do, or most people that I know. So where do you see it going in the future? Like, do you still think it will exist in ten to twenty years? Like, explain, like, explain that. Well, honestly, I believe that's going to go higher than it's going to get bigger and more popular than what it is right now. The games, of course, will change and fluctuate because it's not always going to be the same game that's going to be recorded. Even though there's some that will still be like that. But the more games will come out more competitively, and esports is just going to grow bigger and bigger, and it's it's almost going to be as popular as normal sports as like FIFA or something like that. I, I really feel like it's going to grow. Now you mentioned uh, before that you said it's going to change, right? You're gonna have the whole, the all the gaming like the top games that are gonna be uh that are gonna be played out at esports level are gonna change. Yeah. But I remember reading somewhere I don't remember uh, it could have been a podcast it actually could have been a book I don't remember. But I, there, they were, there was a discussion saying how there was a top, like, there was going to be, like, this basic five, like, these uh, five games that will be played at an esports level continuously, just like sports, right? Like, uh, how you see, like, really high levels of sports, like soccer, football, uh, basketball, like, anywhere in North America. Uh, like, there's, there's certain games that you see popularized, like hockey, for example, right? People are saying that's going to be the same thing for... Uh, uh, esports like right now uh, I think one of the examples they had said I can't remember the podcast name or the book name I don't remember where I saw this but I remember they said uh, League of Legends was like a huge I think uh, one of like the founders so it's, it's kind of not going to move I think CSGO was up there um, there's like certain ones on that do you still think they're going to do you agree with that or do you think they're going to like switch eventually to like a new better or a new like just a new game well, on um, those types of games, I think will stay, but it's not. I I feel like CS:GO and League of Legends they'll change, like you know Dota two. It's almost the same thing as League of Legends. They're practically right. the same. Yeah, I used to play I, that a lot. Yeah, I just feel like the the name of the game, like the the graphics will get better, the gameplay will change, and that's what's going to change. So let's say CS:GO is popular now. Another game similar to CS:GO will come out, and that's going to be the new esports. Say as like Overwatch and TF two. They're almost, they're pretty much really similar. Right. And right. Overwatch surpassed TF2 since TF2 wasn't getting changed, wasn't getting updated. And now Overwatch, new game, it came out, same mechanics, but that's more played in esports while TF2 is is, is just not anymore. So that's what I think is going to happen. So you think, okay, um, the whole, to work on that TF2 and uh, Overwatch idea that they're uh, similar, right? But Overwatch surpassed it because of the updates. Do you think a good game? If it wants to stay, let's say at an esports level, will or like even if it wants to continue flourishing in the future, it will have to like update, like update its game constantly and like 
provide uh, stuff for the community. I mean, we've seen this a lot with like uh, Fortnite, right? Um, yes, um, there's many reports and many people are saying Fortnite is dying because of like new games that have come out, but uh, you, we still see a huge amount of players playing the game, even though uh, and I, uh, that could be because of the updates. You think a game will continue to flourish because of the updates, or is it based on uh, people's opinions on the game? Just explain that a bit. Well, of course, updates. If you don't update a game, it's going to die. And if you do update a lot, well, it's going to continue to 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 thrive. But maybe the the genre of the game will change. Like people might get bored of battle royale, and then that's when it will die. And if you keep updating it, it still won't change because the game mode is just dying. So then people will move on to a different game mode that's more popular, like League of Legends. That whole game mode, Dota two, all those. That might die out and then change to something else, and that's why I think it's gonna happen. Okay, I mean, that, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. So it's like, I guess it's, it's solely based on what people think, right? Yeah, it's of course. It's if people don't like watching a game, they're not gonna show it at esports because then they're not making money. And if people don't like playing it, then nobody's gonna play it anymore, and then it's just gonna die. Right. It's it's a whole business idea. Now this gets actually into my, this goes on to my next question. Uh, I know you don't have many. I don't. I don't know if you have much insight into this or not. But do you think that like esports as a business, like, is it something new, right? Do you think that the new entrepreneurs or new like business people should focus, like, put their money into teams or put their money into like the whole uh, like setting up uh, communities or setting up uh, tournaments for these games? Like, do you think that's an area that they should start thinking towards? Well, like, yeah, because that. Esports is getting growing bigger and bigger and with the money that's being put in for these tournaments professional tournaments You can see that a lot of the players are actually making a lot of money So that means if you're if you want to start a business on this and making a team that can actually be a really good place to Start it because there's a lot of money to be made in there Okay, it makes sense. I guess I gotta look into that a bit more now I'm gonna take a 180 here and I'm going to ask your opinion on the world like the, the worldview gaming has right so there's been like many articles, I don't know if you know, but there's been many articles, videos, podcasts, you name it, it's been out there on whether video games is beneficial, right, to people. Um, like since it's, uh, since it seems like you've been playing video games for a while now, right, and you've kind of worked your way into the esports area, you've, you kind of have a good, good positive view on the future of gaming. Uh, what, what do you think about this? Do you think it's beneficial? Do you think people should be playing more or less video games? There's like, for example, there's been like studies... Uh, showing that people should play like an hour a day max. There's been other studies saying they shouldn't play. People saying they should play more. What do you think about that? Well, on, honestly, well, um, from my opinion, games, it, it's just a hobby. It's like doing anything else. You shouldn't play like 24-7 every day. But like, if it's something you like to do, then go for it. You shouldn't be stopped. Well, if like, it's, it's just a matter of opinion, honestly. Studies... Like they could be true, but it hasn't. It doesn't really affect it. They it doesn't really affect you if you don't play too much, too like in a week. Like if you play like uh, twenty four hours every day, that's that's not right. You shouldn't do that for ev anything, right? You should have like a healthy amount that you're allowed to play, and then a healthy. You you should have other hobbies that you do also. So you're saying it should be more like a balance, yeah, right? A balance, a balance in life. But what happens if someone, let's say, wants to do esports, right? Is looking to get really serious. I don't know in any game in esports. Do you think they should put more time into the game because it's becoming they want to look at it as their job, or maybe they want to stream it or like put it on YouTube, right? 
do you think that they should put more time into it or should they still have that balance of, of uh, let's say, video games and their other hobbies? Well, they should put more time into it if they want to make it into a job or career path, but they shouldn't remove parts of their life just for that. They should still have, like, uh, an edu- going for an education or something just in case that plan doesn't work out since right now it's not as it's not as stable because it can go it can go bad like what if if no teams recruit you then you're kind of like stuck in a situation right so you should still go for an education but you should dedicate more hours if you feel like you have the skill and you can you can go into that and you feel like you're good enough so yeah all right cool um so now I'm going to talk about like back onto the whole worldview and everything right for those who do play video games, why do you think they do it? Like, is there an exact reason why? Like, why do you, why do you start playing video games? Just like, explain that whole factor. What gets people to play video games, right? Because that's more of a modern day idea. It's never like video games haven't existed prior to I don't know. It's been all like video games have existed have not existed more times than uh, when uh, since video games like have existed. So uh, that was pretty off, I know. <laughs> but um, I hope you get the idea. Like, why, why do you, why do you think they do it? Well, for me, it was because I enjoyed them. It was fun for me. But other people, it could be like an escape from reality, like something different. It's just a hobby. So most people just enjoy playing them, like playing sports. It's the same thing. And yeah, that, that's what it was for me. So you're saying it's like, so it's, it, it could be the same reasons, I guess, for why someone plays soccer or someone yeah. plays football, right? So it's the same exact reasons. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, right? You're, I guess video games are bringing up, being put up to a level at the same level as sports, right? Because sports have had so many years to get to where they are now, and I guess video games are just catching up or, like, on their way to getting at the same level. Am I right on that? Like, what do you think on that? Do you think, like, video games should be considered um, the same as sports or should they be on their own different playing field? I, like, I Honestly, I don't see playing fields. I just see them as hobbies. It's like anything else. If you If you like art, you do art, right? You do it because you enjoy it. You play video games, you do it because you enjoy it. If you do sports, you like it. So it's just it's just like that. It's just something you do because you like it. There's no level. It's just it's just whatever you want to do. All right, so I'm going to return actually on the eSports uh, concept for just a second. So I want to uh, ask what the community is like. To, uh, like uh, what is the community like to a gamer? Like many people see the gaming community or the eSports community as antisocial people who live in their parents' basement. I mean, that's like a very general concept view of someone who plays video games. Like, what's your opinion on this? Do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think? Uh, honestly, I disagree because it, it now it's more of a hobby than anything else. So people just do it for enjoyment. And, like, if of course, if you're playing, like, a lot of most of the day, then, of course, you're probably one of those people. And you could be more socially awkward, but... Uh, they could just be like everyday people that just play for fun, right? They they don't have there's nothing like wrong with them or anything. So why why do you think people become because I I don't know if this is just me or what I think about, but why do you think people become more antisocial playing video games? Because like, is it do you think they were antisocial before playing video games? Do you think they got it because of the while they're playing video games, or is it like an after effect? What do you what do you think about that? Like. Well, um, for people who, like, honestly, I think it's because before they were like that, and once they started playing video games, it's because you're a different person. You're not the same. You can be anybody you want to be online. So people who were antisocial can just go on and be, they could be different, and they could be social, because you're not, you're not seeing the person. There's not, they can't affect you in any way 
so you can say anything, you can almost do anything, and so I don't think video games make people more um, antisocial since you actually are talking with people if you're going into a competitive uh, view of it, you're talking to people and you're meeting new people, so then technically you are talking to more people and you're being more social, but there's also the physical aspect of it, like meeting with somebody in real life, and that's what sports has over gaming, Okay. but I, there's still a social aspect to it. Okay, I mean, I guess it makes sense, right? Um, so my last question, actually, well, we're actually doing really good for time right now, but my last question is, so there's been like a huge surge of new gamers, right? I think you know it, uh, I, I know it, uh, I mean, we, we were kind of, ris- uh, like we were raised in the whole era of like where video games have become this whole esports level and there's like a huge future for gaming. I think it was something like 66% of uh, like, what was 66% of the world plays video games. Do you think that number will continue to grow? Do you think it'll be stable? Um, and what, what do you think that 66% like most of that percentage of people play? Because I know video games can mean anything. It can be arcade, it can be on the phone, it can be console, it can be PC. Now what, what do you think? Like just talk about that for a bit. So um, I think that number is going to rise since they're getting more and more popular. And if you just if you go on a bus one day, you can look around, you see people on their phones. You can see like ten percent of them can probably be playing like a game on their phone. So that's uh, phone games are probably one of the most popular since it's easy, it's mobile. You can just do it whenever you like. You have free time. You're waiting for something. You just hop on your phone. Same with like social media. Um, I don't think the whole arcade thing is just alive anymore. Arcades are just like, they're dying since why do you have to go to an arcade for games that are like a decade old when you can just play in your in your comfort of your house, right? Unless you're doing it with like friends and you're doing it, you know, as something fun. It's not really something you'd go out of your way to do. And then console and PC, those are probably also one of the most popular ones right now since you can just... You can play, you get home, right? You're tired, you just play that instead of like watching a show or something. You do that and it's fun for you, right? You enjoy it, so you just play. Okay, so I guess uh, you actually brought up some new points that I'm going to ask questions on. Sorry, that's not the last question. But you mentioned the phone, right? Because I found that very interesting since the phone has become something like more popular. I have my phone right here. It's charging off this laptop. Um, and uh, like a lot of people have it. I mean, everyone, even the five-year-olds have it. Like everyone has it these days. Um, do you, do you see, I don't remember seeing any esports like communities based around the phone. Do you see like, is there an esport community? First of all, and do you, do you think that like esports will take off in the phone direction since a lot of people are now using their phone over, let's say PC or console? Well, I've actually seen an esport community on the phone. I did partake in one. For um, it was it was uh, another first-person shooter game called Bullet Force. You may have heard of it. Yeah, I remember playing. I think we played it together. <laughs> yeah, we did. And then I continued after that because I a team invited me. Okay. So, uh, esports on the phone. I don't think it's going to become popular since it's it's not it's not the same type of games. You can't do as much. Phone games are mostly. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Why, why can't you do as much? Because it's on a phone. You don't. You don't have like better controls. There's not. You can't put like CS:GO on the phone. It's not gonna work. The graphics aren't gonna be the same. Is it because of like you don't have a mouse and a keyboard? Yeah, and it's not like phone games are usually easier since you don't have. It's not skill and aiming. Usually, there's something to help you aim because it's hard on a phone. 
you, you have to like, you're holding a small phone, right? Or maybe a tablet and you have to like move with that and that's difficult sometimes. So I don't think that's gonna grow in anything else. I'm not, I don't think esports on the phone is really gonna grow. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. Um, but do you, do you see esports still like thriving, I guess, within the phone area? Do you still, like you said that, um, that 66% of the world plays, you, 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 you think that that number's gonna increase, right? Yeah. Do you still, do you still think there's a possibility that esports might join the phone, for oh, example? Definitely, definitely. Uh, it probably will. But I don't think it's going to surpass the popularity of uh, PC games and console games. Okay. Well, um, you also mentioned earlier something about uh, arcade, right? How people, it's dying out because you have to go out, right, to play these games. And uh, they're like old games, right? But we're, we're seeing, let's say, remakes. For example, I know I downloaded uh, a new Tetris game on my uh, Nintendo Switch. You we're seeing these remakes of these old games. Why do you think, uh, and yet they're so popular? Why do you think that is? Why do you think these new games, like the, like these new updated games, like Tetris? You see Mario. Uh, I mean, those are ones I'm most familiar with, but I'm sure there's other ones out there too. Why do you see, why do you think it's these new games, like these old games, are being updated and yet they're still popular? Well, for my, I'm not saying the games aren't popular because clearly they are. Tetris is one of the most played games in the entire world. I'm just saying that arcades, like, you downloaded the game, right? You played it on your Switch. You didn't go to an arcade to play it. Uh, you didn't spend 25 cents or okay, yeah, that makes sense. To, to play the game for, like, one try. It's, it's just a lot easier to download and just play it at home than, go, than to go somewhere else to play it. Okay, that makes actually a lot more sense. All right, so I guess that ends the podcast. Um, before we go, though, I'm gonna, I have a bunch of uh, – I actually have three questions here. Uh, I asked uh, you guys over Instagram uh, if you guys want to be part of the next set of questions. I will be. I'll be posting it. You guys just gotta stay tuned for that. Uh, just follow my Instagram. It is uh, on my about page, or actually, it should be down in the description. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, get ready to answer my next question for the next podcast, uh, which will be next month. But anyway, so we got three questions here. Um, I'm not gonna mention any names, but I'm gonna say them all out. Um, maybe you can help me with these questions. I'll maybe answer one or two and you can answer the other. Um, but yeah, um, we're going to say every single question, no matter what, what the question is, uh, unless there's some, uh, vulgar language, but I want this to be, I want this to be like a good podcast for everyone, even younger people. Uh, so I want it to be respected. So anyways, let's start off with the first question here. The first question, I'm not going to say who it's from, but, uh, the person asked, how do you make time pass by faster? Now, I know it has no relation to the actual esports, but we're still going to answer it nonetheless. So, um, do you want to take this one? Do you want me to take this one? Uh, honestly, I'll take it. Uh, to make time pass, you have, to, you have to find something you enjoy and do that. Because if you're doing something that you don't enjoy, then you'll find it boring and you'll, you'll want the time to pass quicker, but it won't since you're, not, you're, not, you're thinking of the time and you just want it to pass. But if you're not thinking of the time, then you know it's going to pass by. Like if you're doing something fun and then you you just check, you you start it, right? And then you check the time and then it's like two hours passing. You're like, wait, what? Because you don't realize the time passing by. So you have to find something you enjoy and just do that. All right. Um, actually, now that I'm looking at the question, that's actually a very good point. Um, but a lot of people out there, as you know, um, already don't know what they want to do. Now, I know that has nothing to do with the whole video game and the whole gaming uh, topic of this podcast, but what do you think p 
people should do if they can, don't have a hobby. Like for you, it's uh, gaming, right? We, we clearly stated that earlier. What do you, what, 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 like, what do you suggest people should do? Well, I honestly, you just got to try things, try to see if they make it, like, if you enjoy something. You can also just entertain yourself by, like, watching a show or a movie or being with friends. And if you guys do, like, let's say you guys go out to, like, play paintball or something and you enjoy that, then you can base a hobby off of that. Or if, if you guys play a sport and then you enjoy that sport, then you can also do a hobby off of that and then you just go from there, like, try new things and honestly, that's the best way. All right, cool. Um, now, this I think this question, this next question or the last question is actually dedicated to me. Uh, we, I got three responses, but one of them is not a question, so I can't answer that exactly. But So this, this last question, I think it's more directed to me. Um, the question says, how's your fitness journey going? Now, um, I'm going to answer that. Uh, it was simple. I don't want to spend too long on this. But I am, now, I am still going to try and do a half marathon or a marathon uh, in the summer. And possibly partake in a bodybuilding competition. Uh, I might not. I might not succeed in any of those. But you know that's my goal right now. Um, but I'm actually finding new ways to like save time working out, um, so I can have other stuff to do, like to do other stuff, but uh, also get the most out of my workout. I'm just finding different ways of trying to get my results right now. So I'm kind of uh, in a mix, in a mix like place. Also because I'm currently on vacation, um, like. It's very hard to train. I mean, I'm going out on the beach running, but it's like very hard to train uh, for, let's say, uh, bodybuilding or that kind of stuff. So I'm just gonna keep that. I'm gonna keep it there. I'm not gonna go too much into detail. Might save that for another podcast. But yeah, um, thank you, Lucas. Uh, that's actually all the questions uh, for today. But thank you for uh, joining this podcast. You're welcome. Uh, we might get you on later if you get uh, bigger into the esports uh, section. But I uh, hope uh, the viewers learned a thing or two. And uh, yeah, I guess that concludes the first episode of the Cheech Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed and uh, see you later. Do you have any last words, Lucas? Uh, not really. So yeah, bye. All right, bye.